1: plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: The Opinion Line on Court's 96FM. I do want to talk now to uh, Stephen Teep um, because yesterday I was listening to the lunchtime news and I was aware that all this was going on, this court case... (sighs) And I I heard about the settlement and I heard Stephen speaking outside the court in Dublin. And Stephen has been on this show many, many, many times since the cervical check scandal broke a number of years ago. And he's (laughs) never a man who minces his words. He's never a man who holds back. But I thought outside the court yesterday, uh, I heard... I think I heard more anger in your voice, Stephen tinged with of course desperate sadness, but more anger in your voice than I'd ever heard before good morning to you
3: hi P j good morning yes um I suppose yeah, the overwhelming emotion is anger I've come to the end of four and a half years of of this fight this battle and when I entered this battle, I've said it to you, I suppose, multiple occasions what has what all this ever been about? And it's about getting to the truth, um, which was established yesterday. Yeah. But along the way, obstacle after obstacle, um, that your, I suppose, people are just constantly preventing you from getting to the truth, um, which increases, I suppose, the battle here. Yeah. Um, but I think, as I was saying to you yesterday, um, when we were messaging each other, there, there was. There was never going to be an outcome where there was a winner in this, like this process I entered already having lost and it was never going to be about winning. Yesterday was only about one thing and that was achieving the truth. And unfortunately, that truth that's going to be attached to that truth and how we got to that truth um, will, of course, bring a lot of anger because at the end of the day, what the truth actually says is that Irene didn't have to die. And the people who um, caused her death put up their hands and admitted it. And you know, of course, like we've done all the tears already, um, we're now left with the emotion of anger. Um, but that's something that we'll we'll have to live with and work our way through. Also, it's part of, I suppose, this process.
2: For the benefit of listeners who who might have missed the actual story and maybe not seen it on television or heard it on radio. Uh, You got an admission of liability. Explain who has admitted to being liable for what, Stephen?
3: Three um, people, I suppose. We've got the two labs, um, both labs, 2010, who read Irene smear CPL, and the 2013 lab, MedLab, that read um, Irene Smear. Both admitted liability, so they both um, admitted to the misreading and the misreporting of Irene's slides. And as you know, from talking to me before and maybe some of your listeners don't but what the result that Irene got back was an all clear come back again in three to five years for your routine smear and this is the course of a very important program the screening program is the, the, this was the first line of defense or the only line of defense for cervical cancer in Irene's case but it turned out those smears were read incorrectly and should have been reported differently and if either of those smear tests were reported um, correctly um she would be alive today and this cancer in the very early stages would have been picked up um but instead it wasn't the screening program that picked up um irene's cancer so they admitted to the liability of the misreading of the smears but also as well the causation that it did lead to irene's cancer and that's the big part and of course irene's cancer led to her death it was that admission of liability admitting to that was i suppose the one of the biggest uh, pieces of truth to come out of this yesterday. Mm. Um, obviously, the, the, with the regards to the HSC, uh, it was the liability, hands up around the, the the non-disclosure part and their guilt for that. And I suppose one of the things I wanted to clarify yesterday in that statement was what the, the non-disclosure process mean for Irene? Mm. It didn't mean anything medically for her. Um, it wouldn't have changed her outcome. But what it did was, when those audit results were buried in her files consultants in Cork University Hospital took it upon themselves to say we won't share this information for her and what that actually did PJ was prevent Irene herself from getting to the truth but also preventing Irene for I was terminal at this point for providing for her children like any parent would mm-hmm. um, knowing that they'll be leaving a certain. I know that is something that they prevented her from getting to almost like an obstruction of justice in a way yes, yes. So,
2: the question that she died not knowing the answer to, Stephen, was how did this happen? And, and you vowed to answer that question for her. And you've answered it now. So how does that feel?
3: Well, you see, this is the question that keeps on going over my head because the day Irene got diagnosed with cervical cancer, she asked the question, how did this happen? I did everything right. Yes. And by doing everything right... I attended all my smears censors. No way, this should have happened because I did my part. And that's the question she asked multiple, multiple times and never were we informed there was an audit or anything like that, which is probably the first piece of the non-disclosure. But this is the part that when the scandal broke, I vowed to myself that I will get her the answers to that question. And I feel I've achieved it. And how do I feel now? Satisfied that i achieved it. It's not, there's no happiness here. No, no no victory here. It's just satisfied that I achieved what I set out to do for her. And now I have all those answers and, um, There's no questions with regard to that question anymore yeah. in my head.
2: When I messaged you yesterday to invite you to come on the programme, I said, and don't mind sharing it with listeners, I said, I don't quite know what no. to say to you. I don't know whether to congratulate you on the outcome of the court. It sounds like such a, a wrong word. But are you, are you satisfied at the point you've reached now?
3: Yes, I'm satisfied at the point that... I've achieved all I can achieve with regards to the truth. And this has always been nothing more than just establishing the truth. Um, I never felt I would ever be able to eyeball the individuals who did their jobs incorrectly or or didn't do their jobs at all. I don't expect that ever to happen. But I'm satisfied that I have achieved. um, I suppose I've I've achieved my goals in what I set out to do here. Mm -hmm. And that's been, first of all, getting Irene's truth. But as I said to you before, it's not just Irene. Yesterday was about three people and none of them were in court. Irene, Oscar and Noah. And it's about the years to come when I have to sit down with Oscar and Noah and we discuss exactly what happened to their mother, that I have all of the answers to the questions I hope they'll ask. And that is everything that I set out to achieve with this truth. So I also want them to have that feeling that um, and I definitely had that feeling yesterday coming back to Cork um, on the train that I left absolutely nothing behind in Dublin, that I did everything I could. And if I can get that message across to those lads in the years to come, mm. then that would be um, the final the final milestone I mean, in this for me. I was going to ask you,
2: you anticipated my next question. I was going to say, now you have that truth that you fought so hard to have and you have it written down, mm. what do you do with it? You you bring your boys how old are they now, Stephen? Nine and seven. Uh, nine and seven. So You, you like, take them they through, they're, were, they're facing their teenage years, the most difficult years <laughs> of, of anybody, any of anybody's
3: yeah. life. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, you, yeah. So, like they've been. I suppose I've had to go up to Dublin quite a bit for the last number of weeks. Um, like the mediation process started weeks ago. The day Vicky passed away, actually. So oh, it started like that back day? then. Yeah. It was the exact same day, and um, so I've been up a few times, and even this week, when I went up on uh, Wednesday evening, Oscar, um, you know, shed a tear going to school because he didn't want me to leave again, and I told him this is the last time now, and he, you know, his, his birthday's next Tuesday, is worried I'll be missing for that, but I won't be, but he's aware that, I said, look, why do you think I'm going up, and he said, but you're going up to find out what happened, mom." and I was like, yeah, so I'm kind of starting the process of drip feeding what this is about but obviously in an age-appropriate manner. So despite by the, 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 only, the, the only way, the best way to, to deal with it for now. Mm. And um, you yeah, look at the real the conversation will happen in, in the years to come.
2: Yeah, who looks after you, Stephen?
3: Through all this? They do. <laughs> they do. Uh, I've got some fantastic friends that are always um, just a, a couple of steps away from me. So there are. Um, I, I've got a, a good... Uh, network of friends around me that uh, keep me going as well and that are always at the end of the phone or waiting for me somewhere to to, to meet up for a chat um, offer advice, keep going so I'm good I've got the right people with me Good
2: good man, good man. Lastly you talked about the blood of Irene and your friends including Vicky and I know you became quite close It's <laughs> on the yes. government's hands. Now you, you formed strong relationships with a number of political figures and a number of government figures. So, who failed? Who failed you? Who failed your family?
3: You just have to go back to 2008. And when the last time I was on your show, we were t- talking about the Vicky's documentary, and you see those clips there of people in the doll arguing back in 08 that what was going to happen, almost predicting the outcome um, of sending those slides abroad. And for me, that given that this conversation was had in the doll, we had Justine McCarthy from the Irish Times reporting last week a letter she received, a copy that was sent to Mary Harney back in 2009, raising, uh, from a nurse raising her concerns about the screening programme. That was replied to five months later by the Department of Health and just ignored. But the decision began and rests as a political decision. And while they ignored all of the advice and concerns, they still plowed on. And for me, this is where it begins and the, the, the blood rests on their hands for sure.
2: I'm thinking of one man who I spoke to very early, very early on in this when when the story had broken, uh, uh, who was, I think his might have been the first voice raised on a, on a backbench was Creeping mm Mhm. Yeah. It was his voice, wasn't it? That was. He, um, he was the first. I had tape I of it. It's it's, it's buried somewhere. Um, yeah,
3: but, I, but it's uh, very vocal what he says. Yeah. A very quite accurate you know everything that he says and yeah. that i think that's the clip that rings in my head from Vicky's documentary as well yeah. um, and you know just just highlighted everything that actually happened i'm
2: I'm not, I'm not sure if we could find it if we did a dive through our archive we might we might find it and maybe play it at some point stephen i so with i guess you you can you can go to your beloved alihies now you can go to Myrene's grave you can Sit and talk to her in your thoughts and you can say, now we know.
3: That must mean the world. Job done, exactly. She can now rest in peace. Uh, She has, the truth's been gotten. That question that she left this world unanswered has now been answered for her. So it's a job done from that point of view for sure.
2: All right, look after yourself, look after those those fantastic boys. And give my regards to the whole family's team. Will do PG, thank you. Cheers. That's Stephen T, 0818. 96, 96, 96. I. Uh, I don't know how many times I've talked to him, and his strength is. is phenomenal. Quartz
3: 96
2: FM.
4: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen